0: Progress. Okay, we're up to Dafai and Gimel and Beyz, the two dots that are three lines from the bottom. So we had just finished <coughs> explaining the Machloekas, Rav Meir, Meir, and Rav Yaisi. I'm sorry, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, and Rav Yaisi, I'm sorry. So Rav Yehuda and Rav Yaisi argue in the following case: a person gives his wife a get, and he says, "You should be divorced." Me and shani Bailam that the divorce should take take place while I'm still alive so the assumption is that both agree that the get should take place moments before he dies the machlekes is how do you look at that woman if she committed adultery if after the divorce is given again on condition she lives with uh, another man. So Rabbi Yehuda says, well, you wait. It's supposed to, let's say, take place five minutes before he dies. So she lives with another man, and if five minutes later the husband still alive, so then it's an ashes ish. ish. Breira, we say that she's an ashes ish, and Yechayev, uh, and Oshem, and uh, yach, Achatos, I'm sorry, and uh and Rabbi Yossi disagrees. He says it's a soffek, meaning, because Rabbi Yossi holds at that moment that she was living with someone, maybe the husband is going to die. So at that moment, it's a safek. So therefore, you bring an Ashim Talib. Okay. The Gemara says, Taner Rabban, the truth is, there's a third opinion from the moment the husband gave the divorce, again it would take effect a few moment a few moments before the before the the, the husband the, the husband dies. So from the time that she gives it until the husband dies, so the husband, they're fully married. The husband, anything she finds goes to the husband. all her earnings go to him. all the darum, he could be made for her. yarsha, he inherits her. And if he's a Kayan, he could be Mitama to her. says <speaking in Hebrew> she's fully married. <speaking in Hebrew> they just the divorce will take place before the husband dies. <speaking in Hebrew> Rameir disagrees. He says, <speaking in> Be <Hebrew> holds whether if someone lives with her, whether it's us uh, whether it's us or not, depends on whether the husband dies. I mean, Rameir holds that even when you say <speaking in Hebrew> and you give it get, it doesn't take place moments before the husband dies. It takes place when the husband dies retroactively from the time that it's given. So if she lives with someone else, it depends. If the husband dies, then she's divorced retroactively. And if not, not. But Rav Meir disagrees with Rav Yosi and Rav Yehuda. He feels that the divorce does not take place moments before the husband dies. It takes place retroactively from the time that the divorce is given. That's Rav Meir Raviosi Rav Yosi, um, Rav Yosi says that we saw before. Raviosi holds it a Safik because at that time, that, at that moment, the husband might die and then it'll be divorced. And the Chum say it's a safek, and Rav Yosi and the Chum seem to be saying the same thing. So the Gemara just explains. What's the difference between Rav Meir and Rav Yosi? The difference is whether she has to bring a carbon if she loses someone. The Rav Meir holds that you don't because when the husband dies, she's retroactively divorced, so she was a single woman at the time. There's no carbon needed. Rav Yosi says no. Even when the husband dies, she only gets divorced moments later. Moments before, so she, when she lived with someone, she definitely did not have Aira. You can't bring a chatas because at that time it's a suffix so you bring an Oshim talit. The Gemara says the chachamim Isn't the same thing as Rabbi Kham What's the difference? The difference is Rav opinion. The is whether the husband during that time period has to support her financially. If you look at Rashi, it can be nayu mizoni uke the Rav Zera. The light pliegi with the Rav Zera. The terveyu isle the Rav Zera. Moshim hachi like Carlo Rav Yosi migarashis veynimigarashis. The kasaver less than mizoni. Ba'apad Rav Yosi asis and tanu Okay, meaning the difference is that I think they both agree. The point is what the chachamim are adding is that the husband is still obligated in supporting her financially. Yeah. Sorry, one second. Ah, so that's, I'm sorry. So the, Rashi explains, the difference is raviosi and the Chum both feel it's a suffix. The Machlok is whether the husband has to support her financially. Rav Yossi says no and the Chum say yes. That, that's the difference. Okay. Fine. Fine. Says the Mishnah, if a person gives a a man, a a man gives his wife a divorce, he says this is your divorce, so on condition that you give me $200. So we're divorced on condition you give me $200. if she If she gives the money, fulfills the stipulation, she's divorced. Now the Gemara is going to ask, is she divorced from the time that she gives the money or from retroactively from the time the get is given That's a mahal? Amenasha titni li if he says we're divorced, if you give me $200 in the next 30 days, so, there's a time limit. If you give within 30 days and fulfill the tonight, you're divorced, and if not, not. Amr v'shem gom li'el, v'shem gom li'el says, the story goes in Sidon, then a man said to his wife, we're divorced on condition, you give me my coat, but it was lost. And the rabbi said that you could just give the value of the code in its stead. Now, seemingly the story is just saying that you can just give the value of the code. you don't have to give the code itself. The Gemara is going to ask, why do exactly do you need the story? It sounds like Mice is like it's like trying to back something up. It seems to be a, a, a non sequitur. It seems to be a standalone concept and not really that necessary. Okay, fine. We said in the Mishnah that if you say Sainzuz. Amanasa, you give $200, you divorce as long as you give $200. The question is, when she gives the $200, is she divorced from the moment she gives the money, or retroactively from the time that G-d is given? So Rav Huna says she's divorced when she gives the money, meaning when you give the money, retroactively divorce from the Shas Nesina. Rabbi Yehuda says no it's only when the divorce is when the actual money is given so you divorce retroactively from the time of the get once you give the money and Rabbi Yehuda says no when the actual money is exchanged what's the difference what if the get was destroyed between the get was being given to the money does the get take effect if it takes effect retroactively, fine. As long as it was intact at the time it was given, that's fine. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it takes effect when the money is given. At that time, there is no get. And therefore, the get is bottle. Rav Hun Amar B'Hititin, E'netzvich HaMeh N'gatshaini. If you don't make a it, it's V'netzvich HaMeh That's the Machlegas. Tanah Nami Gabi Kedushin. So you have the Machlegas Rav Hun and Yehuda. When it says, amenas. is it retroactively or from the time that the stipulation is met? The Gemara says, we have the exact same achalikas regarding Kedushin. It's not. A man says to a woman, Harei li. You are married to me. You are betrothed to me. So it's a like condition that I give you $200. She's, she, as long as he gives the money, they're, they're married. Ravuna says, as long as he gives the money, then they're retroactively... The Kedushan takes effect from the time the Kedushan was given. Rav Yudam and the Keshitit, Rav Yudam says, no, it's only from when they're only married from the time that he gives the money. So, ma'am, sheh say, ma'am, this might be an she Now, what's a nafkamina? may be, what if after he gave her the of Keshitit, but before he gave her the $200, she was mekadish someone else? Rav Hunam, Rav Hu Titein, tena mekayim Rav feels that the marriage takes effect retroactively, therefore she can't have. She was already married at the time, so the second condition doesn't take effect. Rav Yudoham, the in the I have a you this says, no, it's from when the money is given. At that time, she had already accepted condition from someone else, so she's married to the to the other person. Now, see, so I have the exact same halachah by getting a condition whether the tanai makes it at the get is chalim afreya or only from when the money is given. Tzricha, why do you need both? Because Gemara says, if you only had the dispute regarding Kadushin, I would say, Rav Huna, I would say only by Kadushin does Ravuna feel that the marriage takes place retroactively. Meshum because the whole purpose of marriage is he wants to get married. So therefore, it makes sense that he wants it to take effect even before the Tanaya is completed. But when it comes to divorce, the whole purpose of divorce is to distance, maybe he doesn't want to distance her until the money is given. In might Dilur okay and if all you had was Huna's opinion regarding divorce and it takes effect by divorce it takes effect retroactively i would say i would say yeah by divorce it takes effect retroactively because because uh you know she she's not gonna be he's not gonna be ashamed to ask for money right he says I'll divorce you give me two hundred dollars the assumption is he wants to get divorced right now. It's not like he needs the money for it to take effect. He'll get the money later. He'll ask for it later. He's not making the entire Maisa, Halois contingent on the money because he knows he'll just ask for it. Avagabi Kedushin. But when it comes to Kedushin, she's going to be embarrassed to ask for it. It might you that maybe she doesn't want to just make Kedushin now and be like, oh, I'll ask for it later. She's not going to be comfortable asking for it later. So she wants to... I mean, the basic question is like, by Gershin, he says, I'll divorce you as long as you give me $200. He'll get divorced now. He's not going to be embarrassed to ask for the money. He'll get the money later. But by Kiddushan, when she says, I'll, I'll I'll, marry you, but I want $200, maybe she knows that she's going to be embarrassed to ask, and she'll only marry him when she has the money. Because she doesn't know if she's going to be able to feel comfortable asking for it. So maybe I wouldn't say retroactively. If you me to get Kiddushin, the opposite. And if you only had Rabbi Huda's opinion that it's from the time the stipulation is met by Kedushin I would say over there she wants the marriage to take place later because she's embarrassed to ask but regarding divorce where he's not ashamed to ask for the money maybe it should go back retroactively it's the opposite arguments okay fine so now anyway, we're saying that according to Rabbi Yehuda the the marriage takes effect when the stipulation is meant not retroactively. The bride says, A man gives his wife a divorce and says, This is a divorce. On condition that you give me $200, Even if the get was torn in between, it's divorced because it's retroactive. Now, it's interesting. By the way, right off the bat, it says that even if the divorce was ripped, so you give the divorce on Sunday and you say on condition that you give me $200. He gives the $200 on Thursday but by the time Thursday comes around the divorce document was already ripped. He says it's still divorced. Why? Because it's retroactive. This is a Brysa not like Rabbi Yehuda. But the Brysa does say but she may not marry someone else until she's given the $200. Yeah, that's because meaning she can't marry someone else and then give the money and then say, oh, retroactively, I was divorced, it's a really bad idea. So we won't allow that, we won't allow you to play that game. But when you give the money, it's retroactively divorced, even if the get was ripped. So you see that it's retroactive. It's not like Rabbi Yehuda, it's like Rabbi Huna. Voitanya, another raisa, it says, Hareza Gidech, a man tells his wife, this is your divorce. I'm an Ashantinilimus on condition you give me $200. and then he dies childless. So the question is, Nasna, if she gave him the money before he died, she doesn't have Yibam because she's divorced. nasna, but if she didn't She has to she has to do Yibam because she can't pay the money, so she can't make the get stipulate. says you can give it to the, the the grandparents, and you know when he says give me the money, you can give it to his family members, and then it triggers retroactive. You see that both these tanoim feel that it works retroactive. The argument is: Can you fulfill the stipulation by giving it to other people, or do you have to give it to that person? And he died. <laughs> the whole is, is whether you could fulfill the payment, to fulfill the stipulation by giving it to his family members. But everyone agrees that once you give it, it's retroactive. <laughs> These prices not like Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda holds that it's once the stipulation is met, that's when he divorced, not retroactive. So Yehuda says who is the author of this opinion, Rabbi. Rebbe Yehuda says like this: I said that it's from then on, not retroactive. I'm right. I this brace is not like me. That brace is like Rebbe. Dami Ravuna Huna Mer Rebbe, Kolei Ammanas, Kamei Dami, because Rebbe always said anyone who says the word Ammanas, it should take effect right now, retroactive. So Rebbe is the one who says retroactive. but the rabbis disagree with him. Bani the rabbon. meaning my machlekes Rav Huna is not Rebbe in the Rabbanon. I'm following the and he's following Rebbe, so it's not a problem. Okay. When we were in Bovel, we said, That when Rebbe said, That when someone makes a stipulation and says, It's retroactive when the stipulation is met, the chaloist takes effect retroactively. I always said the rabbis disagree with this statement. When I went up to Eretz Yisrael, I found Ravasi. That he was quoting Yochanan, and he says, No, everyone agrees that it's retroactive. Meaning, no. Right? Rav Yudha feels that the Machlekes, Rav the Rabonan, is this shaila: when you fulfill the stipulation, does the action take effect, take effect retroactive or from the time the stipulation is met? The truth is, Rav Yochanan fell not like that. He feels everybody agrees it's retroactive. The Machlekes is, in the specific case, of the Yom Misa. Meaning, they only argue in a very specific case, go to the next page, where you give a woman divorce and you say, hey, misa. So the question is, does that mean that it should take effect retroactive or not? That's the Machlogas. <laughs> We're not sure whether Yom Lacham is a good get. Do we say Yom Lacham Misa means that he wants the get to take place retroactive or no, only after death? in which case it's not a good guy, he's not sure. But Rebbe says it is a good So Rebbe feels this is the machlokes. Rebbe Yehuda feels no, they argue not just about this, they also argue in general when you say Almanas, doesn't mean retroactive or from when the stipulation is met. According to Rebbe Yehuda, they argue about two cases. They argue about Almanas and they argue about Hayom chamisa So why are they arguing about Hayom chamisa They should argue about al According to him, they argue about both. The Gemara says, The reason why they chose to argue about the Yom Ha'achar Misa is to show you the power of the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan feel, the Yom Ha'achar Misa I'm sorry, the Koch of the To show you the power of Rebbe. That the Yom Ha'achar Misa, Rebbe says, is a get. To show you the heter of Rebbe that even the Yom Acharmisa is a get. They didn't want to pick to argue about Amenas Ka'ashabdami. They'd rather pick this to show off the power of Revi. Rebbe. Why don't you pick Amenas and show you the, power, the stringency of the Rabbanon that the get takes effect later? It's always better to be meikled if possible. To show the power of Heteirim is always better. Okay. The Gemara says like this. The Mishnah then said, if a man gives his wife a divorce and says, you have to give me $200 within 30 days, she has to have 30 days to give it. So the Gemara says, you might think that when he says 30 days, he doesn't really mean 30 days. He can give 60 days, 50 days. The Lazarus he just means to motivate her to pay quickly. It doesn't it have to be 30. No, the Mishnah says 30 days is 30 days. You say 30 days, that's what you mean. Okay. Then the Mishnah said, a story in Sidon where a person couldn't afford... Uh, lost the coat, so she gave the money instead. Why does the mission bring down a story? Generally, a story comes when there's a machlokas and you bring a proof. This is a standalone concept. The Gemara says, no, the truth is, it is a machlokas. There are words missing in the mission The mission means to say it like this If a man said to his wife that you're divorced on condition you give me my coat, and the coat was lost, so he cannot satisfy the condition. It's the Lisa Dafka to the, the Tanakama, the Rabbanan feel, no good, no good get. I give the money, no good, you have to give the coat. I, I lost the coat, sorry. Rishon Leal says, no, Titi Miles de Rishon Leal says, even if you can't fulfill the stipulation, give something similar, that's enough, give the money. And he has a story that backs himself up. So he says that's a story to back me up. If you can't give the code, you can't fulfill the stipulation in the classic way. Can you give money instead? Substitute. What if a man says to a wife, I give you I'm divorcing you on a condition you give me 200 dollars and the next day he calls him up and he calls her up and he says, Don't worry, you're off the payment. The question is. Is, is, so now she can't fulfill the stipulation because he was Michael. So are they Is there are they divorced now? Or no, they're, they're not divorced at all. So the Gemara says, So you could say, well, similar to the Shiloh, she can't give the code, so could she give money instead? It's not exactly the same. You could ask the Shiloh according to the rabban. Again, the abundant feel that if you cannot fulfill the stipulation because you don't have the code, no good. So you could say, So you could say, Maybe over there it's not a good form because you can't fulfill the stipulation, but you, you, he still wants his coat, but you're not giving it to him. In Ravasi's case, the husband was Michael. If the husband's Michael, so then it's stipulated, it's, stipulated, it's fulfilled, and they are divorced. Or deal more, perhaps, no. Or the opposite. Maybe shingam who's maker, Shingam Liel is pretty lenient. He feels that you don't even have to give the coat, you could just give the cash. But over there, at least you're giving something. You're at least satisfying them. You're appeasing them somewhat over here. The husband just was Michael, so he wasn't appeased at all. She says, No good, not a good divorce because he never gave the money. The condition was not met. Okay, here's a strange thing though. If a person made a vow and he said, You are cut off from me, unless you give my son a cour of wheat and two barrels of wine. If you don't give it to him as a gift, we're cut off. Rav Meir aser achitin. Rav Meir says, "Well, you're aser until you give it. Right? The only way to avoid the Nether is give the gift. So, gotta give the gift." say <laughs> no. He says no. The person could be Michael. The person could say, "I told you, you're cut off unless you give my son a gift." I'm Michael. Forget it. Forget it. So you see that Rabbanon feel that you could just say you're Michael. So if you could say you're Michael for that, why can't you say you're Michael by the get? The answer is hasam Haasam Lutsurikamachavin, Voleitsira. Over there, it's different. The whole purpose of making another is you want to punish the guy. You want the guy to squirm. Okay. Voleitsira, he doesn't harass, and he didn't harass her by forgiving the money. Hasam over there, Lutsurikamachavin. I'm sorry. Yeah, awesome over there by the divorce, Lutsurikamachavin. You want the, the wife to suffer, to give the $200. That's the person. It's not like you want the money, you want her to suffer. And she doesn't suffer by you being Michael. So no good. but over here, You made the nether because you wanted the guy to give your son $200. And obviously now you don't need the money. You're not interested in making him suffer. You wanted the money. But now you don't need the money. So it's not exactly the same. There was a certain man who said to his sharecropper, sharecroppers were work the field and then get a percentage of the field as payment. So he said to the guy like this, Every sharecropper in the city They water the field three times a year, and as payment, they get a quarter of the field. So they water three times, they get a quarter of the field. Atali, Arba, I'll make a deal. You water the field four times, I'll give you a third of the field. You do actual watering, you'll get more field. It turned out, Hashem made it rain. It was a lot of rain, and there wasn't need for a fourth watering. So the question is, does he get a third of the field? So, I'm Rav Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says, Well, he didn't actually water it the fourth time, so no. Rabbah says, of course he gets it. They didn't need more rain. They didn't need more water. So so it's similar to Arshayla in the Mishnah. Like he's sort of like, you couldn't fulfill the stipulation. Do we punish the guy? So the Gemara says, It sounds like Rav Yosef. Holds like the Rabbanah, who says that if you can't return the coat, no good. Therefore, Rav Yosef also feels that the guy didn't water the fourth time, so no good. Rabba, who says, Rabba holds a like grishigam leal, Rabba, who says that you don't need to water the fourth time, he follows the shingam leal that even if you give the value of the coat, you know, it's 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 confirmed, don't worry. So the Gemara says, "Wait a minute! Is he telling me Rabba holds a like Rav Shem Gamliel. The problem is, we pass him like Rabbah generally, but we don't pass on like Shem Gamliel, so they can't hold like each other." Rather, everyone holds like the Rabban. Both the Rabban and Rav Yosef hold like the Rabban. Again, the Rabban hold that if you can't give the coat, then the get is not able to be fulfilled. Rav Yosef so Rav Yosef follows the Rabban that he's a stickler that if you don't fulfill the stipulation, no good. So over here, you didn't water the fourth time, you don't get the extra money. And Rabbi says, "No, I could work according to Rabbanan." Also, the Rabbanan only said their opinion by a divorce because he wants to make her suffer, and by him and by and, and, and she and she didn't suffer because she didn't give him the actual kopek. But over here, it, it's not trying to get the guy to suffer. It's that you wanted to make sure it got watered a certain amount of time. It wasn't necessary, so it could be that they both hold like the Rabbanan. Stop.